Hello and welcome back to Bourbon Real Talk. I'm your host, Scott Minton, and today we are back at Crouch's Couch slash Corner, and we are going to have a little fun, and we are going to talk bourbon. Double oak bourbon. Double oak bourbon. Double oak bourbon. Double oak bourbon. That's right. Okay. Sounds good. Do you know what double oak bourbon is? I just wanted to double whatever you were saying. All right. Good deal. We're doubling doubling the pleasure, doubling the fun. Tell me what double oak bourbon is, Scott. I don't know. Uh, Double oak bourbon is actually um, when you take a bourbon and then you finish it a second time in a brand new, well, it doesn't have to be brand new, but most likely it's a a brand new uh, either toasted or charred oak barrel. So it gives you the opportunity to pull those caramels and those tannins and all that extra stuff out of the barrel for a second time. A little extra squeeze on the juice. And I'm going to say it's probably one of the smoothest bourbons ever. So yeah, there's a lot of really, really popular double oak products out there. I mean, you got Woodford double oak, uh, you got Old Forester's 1910, Mm -hmm. different things like that. So, but these are two expressions. Uh, One is straight from the barrel. Actually, they're both straight from the barrel. Um, One's truly straight from the barrel. Somebody had sent me a sample. Um, So we're going to try these bad boys and kind of go from there we're going to start on the left and we're going to work our way to the right just like we're reading a book and then you all you know get a nose tell me what you think what you're getting and then we're going to go from there sounds good that sounds great all right number one what do we got pick it up all right brandon's already in he's nose deep man he's like yeah that's that's how i drink that one's one's, favorite aspect that one's super smooth like i just from a smell perspective it's super smooth yeah i mean the oak is there it's got a little bit of caramel it's got a little bit of leather tannin, I feel like. I get more tannin than the caramel on it. Yeah. I get I get the oak for yeah. sure. And yeah. I get a little bit of like this the caramel, the smooth. There we go. Yeah. I get the proof too. So yeah. I guess if anything is around one oh five, one ten proof. Yeah. Hey, you're you're pretty close. Mm. So That's good. Are we trying it? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead, dive in. So it's got some nice uh I'll tell you what, it's got some really good legs. It's got some got some got some chew there. It does have some good legs. So initial pull, what do you think? Very soft. Like it has a bite on the backside of it, but I like the initial hit on the tongue. It's nice. That did not, I don't want to say it did nothing for me, but it wasn't, um, it didn't just knock me down until the finish. And whoa, it's like the finish completely changed um, flavor profiles for me. That was, that was amazing. And like, Honestly, almost on the backside, you get a little bit of a rye kick, right? The burn in the throat. That's what I get at the end. But it's the the beginning of it's like completely smooth. So so completely. it's funny. I get a little. I get more of the oak spice and that uh, that kick on my tip of my tongue, mm-hmm. just like the tip of the tongue. Then the mid palate is like all your sweet confectionaries. It's got that mm-hmm. sugar. It's got a little bit of vanilla. Taste the malt. Yep. Yep. You get a little bit of that sweet corn in the malt. Yep. And then is the there finish. Malt in this one? Huh? Is there malt in this one? Um, it, it, it tastes like malt, but it's not. It it's barley. Like yeah. It, it, this is a 60, 20, 20 malted barley. Yeah. It could so be malted good. barley. Yeah. So you could be so, but yeah, I think this is a 60, 20, 20, if I remember correctly on the mash bill. I'm feeling like this is, I know Brandon mentioned one Oh five, one ten. Is that what you said? What you yeah, thought? I, I feel like it's a little higher than that. I feel like it drinks a little it higher. It drinks maybe just a touch higher, but, yeah. it, but uh, you know, you got to be careful with that because sometimes I, I've, I've been a victim of this as well as if you're uh, com- not necessarily. Com- yes. You're confusing proof with complexity. I agree. <clears throat> I agree. So it, it might be a little bit more complex, which can make it drink at a higher proof than it is. And I've been a victim of that. I think many also times when you double oak something because of that extra pop that you get with the oak and that spice that comes off that barrel, the extra tannin and the esters and things. I think sometimes that will make it appear to be a little hotter than it typically is too. 
Which is my my humble opinion. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm yeah. right. Just it felt a little hotter than that. But I also feel like it's how you sip it. Yeah, 100%. Right? Like, if you take it in. Like, I just took a sip, and it went down too quickly. Yeah. And so I'm... Got a little cough. A little, yep. little verklempt at the moment. Verklempt. Um, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa. But that, that's like a $25 word. What is, what is verklempt? Hold on. I'll give you a topic. Rhode Island. Neither a road or an island. Discuss. Do you remember that from SNL? I do. No, not at all. That was Mike Myers. Yeah, Mike it Myers. was. I obviously yeah. forgot. So, but what he, is what is what is Verklempt his name mean? Was, his name was Linda Richmond. Okay. Or Michael Myers played a character. Yeah, Linda, Linda Richmond. Richmond. Yeah, I remember that she character. Had a, she had a talk so a talk show called Coffee Talk. Right. Yeah. Coffee and talk. she would always yeah. when she get Verklempt, she would give you a topic for you to discuss. And I don't remember the word Verklempt. That's so I, funny. Rhode Island. I, well, Rhode I think Island. it's a, a discuss. I'm going to sound. I don't want to get racist, but I feel like that's like a Jewish Yiddish it's, word. Yeah, it's like a it's it's a yeah, Yiddish, Yiddish word, word, and it's probably more northeast than it is here. Yeah, but if you have not seen Linda Richmond in Coffee I've, Talk, I've seen back it. In the but day, I just don't remember the word Verklempt. Remember yeah. Verklempt? I just don't. She it, would always she would say Verklempt, and she'd grab her pearls, and it was a whole thing. Oh it's when God. you it's when you can't speak. You're you're kind of hung up. Gotcha. Yeah. Hmm, there you go. See, I learned I learned something new today on the old Bourbon Burtle Talk. I appreciate the the knowledge, man. No, the knowledge no bomb. No worries. All right, next one. Number two. I'm still sniffing the first one. I'm Listen, sorry. This I is hot forever. and heavy, dog. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I, uh, so di- delving into it a little bit, I've, I've got to guess it's an MGP mash pill. On number two? I, on number one. On number one? Yeah, I'm okay. still stuck on number one. Okay. I, I get some MGP notes out of this one on the nose. Really? Yeah. That's funny. All right. Are we moving Are we moving to number two? We are moving on to number two. Okay. So. All right. We're moving on. So number two is much more delicate on the nose. Very delicate on the nose. Like you can barely, I barely pick up the the push. Right. It also has a really, really nice uh, fruit note there. And the legs are nice on it too. Yep. All right. Taking a sip. Oh, that's definitely my favorite out of the two. Just almost instantaneous. I like the I like the hit. I like the middle, and I like the end. It is a little Ooh. bit noticeably darker than the first one yep. too, and I've always noticed that if it's a little bit darker, I'm going to enjoy it better. You know, and it's interesting because fragrance wise, you get the floral. Yep. But taste wise, I do not get. Oh, it you at don't all. get the floral in the mid palate. I do not. I do oh. not. I get. I get I like get, field greens, mm. like uh, the what honeysuckle mm. in the mid palate. I'm getting nothing but like I'm eating a piece of firewood. I get. Really, you're getting nothing really? but oak. Just, just a lot of oak. Yeah. I get compared I get, to the last one. Yeah, oh, it's definitely got more oak than yeah, the last one. Yeah, it's a really oaky. I get to more the last of one. a push in the oak in the beginning, but I get more of that like malted barley kind of taste in the middle. Right, and the backside's got a like a soft, gentle punch in the throat. Like I like it. Yeah. But I guess this one's older, older than the first one. Same. John yeah, said he likes a nice, soft, gentle yeah. punch in the throat sometimes. <clears throat> yeah, okay. it is what it is. It happens. <laughs> It's a Thursday. I understand. It's a, it's Thursday. a Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday. It's Thursday. It's gonna Thursday. be. It's gonna be a good. Thirsty Thursday. So, I I get a lot more of like uh, florally earthy. Mm. I get a little bit of like tobacco mild. Right. A lot of tobacco. baking spice. Second sip on that. I do get the floral in the beginning. Yep. That I didn't notice the first round, but I do get the floral. I think the, I don't necessarily know that there's tobacco in there. Oh, but I get it's maybe of more of like the malted barley maybe taste that I'm tasting in the middle. I don't know. I don't know. I got a lot of tobacco. Tobacco sweet to me. Yeah. So and maybe it's that. And I think the tobacco is really coming malted. through from the nose piece too. So yeah, for sure. I and know. I think, I think that was the oak I was getting earlier. It was actually tobacco. Mm. And it leaves, you know, the talking about the Kentucky hug, this one leaves a good hug, like in your chest as it goes down. Yep. 
Yep. It's a nice, nice right. warm. Let's go warm back to feeling. proof. If you were to guess which one was the higher proof, which one is the higher proof? One or two? One. One. I think they're about the same. They're within 10. 10 points? 10 points. All yeah. right. If I so one guess, is like 116, one's like 108. I guess I, two is the higher one. That's my guess. Two is the higher proof. Oh, nice. It's 116. Nice. The first one is 108. First one's 108. Yep. All right. Now, okay. does anybody want to guess which one is which? One is a Starlight, single barrel, double oak, and the other one is an Old Louisville, double oak, single barrel. I think, I think this, I think number two is a Starlight. Do you think number two is a Starlight? I don't know. I kind of feel like number one is a Starlight. It's my Starlight, and I haven't drank it in a while, so I could very much be wrong here. No, I think it's, I, I feel like it's number one. I don't know. Uh, Brandon is the one I'm really, really wanting to, uh-huh. to get his opinion. He's probably had way more MGP than you two have. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm guessing know. one is the old Louisville and two is a Starlight. It's yeah. actually the opposite. It's wow. the opposite. This is the opposite. Yes. Really? Wow. Yeah, old Louisville is number two, <clears throat> and then the Starlight is number one. So uh, so that old Louisville is the... The earthier... The earthier like, yep. cigar, yep. tobacco. Yep. Interesting. Yep. And I it's do. coming at like 116 proof. Now, to me, it drinks a lower proof, which I thought was funny. Yeah, yeah I, do. I think it does too. It does. Number two definitely drinks a lower proof than number one. Um, but I know... Starlight, because mm-hmm. I'm there, right? Like all the time, all the time, but right? Starlights, yeah, definitely, it, and it's lighter too. I think, yeah, it is, yeah, color wise, and that's 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 a lot of that has to do with the age. So that's the star, the, the Starlight's about four and a half years old. The MGP is around seven years old. The the, the old Louisville. So, do you know? Um, this is a question that I've never asked at Starlight. Yep. Do you know how they age there? Is it all conducted off of heat and cool? Yeah, absolutely. Like with pipes yeah. that yeah. run through, like no, no, everybody no, no. else. No, they, they, they are they're, they're raw rickhouse. So just they, weather. Yeah, it's just the weather. Interesting. The Do only people th- that heat cycle is actually Old Forester. Nobody else uses heat. Okay. Is that Starlight their own dissolute? That is their own dissolute. That's a 60 yeah, 20 okay. 20 mash bill. Yep. Um, and it is their own distillate. So. <clears throat> so 60 corn, 20 rye, 20 uh, barley? Yep. That's why you probably were getting some of that MGP because it's yeah. so close to being a 21% rye, which is what and the I other one is. And I know that likes to mess around with yep. malted barley yep. as well. So. Yep. But the, the number one had a bigger bite on the throat, I yeah. thought, I, I yeah. than number you. two. I agree. Yeah. But number two is higher proof than number one. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, that's I what think, I was saying. Don't, don't confuse... Complexity, complexity with, with you. proof. Yep. And in this case, this uh, the, uh, means the old Louisville has both. It has both the higher proof and I think yeah. a little bit more complexity as yep. well. It's good. So. For sure. All right. Well, that's that's our last decision. Which one do you like best? One or two? The Starlight or the old Louisville? I liked the right one, whichever one that one was. The one on the right was the old Louisville. Okay. So that was the second one. I like the best. I have to say I like the second one better. And I, I love my Starlight people. Love them, love them. No, I do too. But 100%. I'm a massive two, Starlight fan. But I, I'm, number I'm, two is a palette. I'm an old it's lover. I'm an old Louisville fan on this one. Yeah, I am I am as well. It, it, it was very rich. Yeah. It just had some complexity that the first one did not have. Yeah. And I think that's probably because of the age of the distillate. Um, because the good thing about Starlight, and I will tell you this, is... They do a terrific job with sourcing different types of barrels. So they don't just use Canton or ISC or Kelvin or things like that. They'll bring in a Sagoman Row, which is a French cooperage. You know, they'll bring in um, a Hungarian cooperage. Like yeah. they'll bring in oak from all over the world, and they're not scared to play with those things, well, which is kind of neat and nice. And well, let me ask you: Do you think that's from? So as a winery, uh, that's right? exactly as, where that comes from. So the, yes. the corks come from. 
uh, um, Portugal or Spain Portugal. or something. Yeah, Portugal. Yeah. Um, the corks for the wine come from Portugal, so I'm wondering if it's that relationship that they have internationally that would help them import. Uh, I mean, it doesn't. I don't know that it helps them. It, it, it yeah, it probably does help them, especially with like Singo Monroe, because those are they are really, really heavily known for their wine barrels. So I bet that you know part of that is coming from their wine heritage, though, right? Like Hungarian wines are really popular, like their dessert wines. Like mm-hmm. people around here would love Hungarian wine, right? But if you got out on the West Coast, people would be like I don't want anything Hungarian wine. It's right. too sweet, too this, too that, because they want their Chardonnays, their you know this, that, and the other. Um, but like Europe, you know, when you go to Europe, like there's certain things that they like, but they like certain barrels for certain types of wine, different things like that. So I think that's where their complexity comes from and why Starlight does such a fantastic job with their finishes as well is that they understand how certain, um, whether it be wine or cognacs or things like that, melt, like mesh and meld with what bourbon or rye they're putting with. Kristen and Blake are doing some really cool stuff. Oh, 100%. The Hubers, they're, yeah. like they're just, uh, I mean, from an alcohol perspective, wine or bourbon, it yep. doesn't matter. Gin, vodka, whatever they're doing, they're just really good at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They and, really are. And they have such a fantastic heritage yep. of what they've done over yep. time. Like well, not to mention that, but also, I mean, like they're growing rapidly. Like they just brought in a new like 16-inch column still. I mean, so, I mean, they're, they're going to start putting out some large amounts of juice pretty it's soon. nice to hear it's not that. a pot still no so they had a pot still but it had a mini column on it the, the original one was so it, they they've always had pot stills but they've had enough column to where they could you know manage and and, and run it you know to a to a certain amount of efficiency this new one is going to give them just a complete different edge of because yeah. that's the one thing i will say that like i feel like their product is just inconsistent enough because even though it is a column still on a pot, it still is the pot is still what it is, right? Like there's just, and when you do that also your batches are so much smaller. So it's, there's so many more variables that can happen when you're doing smaller batches. You can do continuously with a column. Yeah. But that's what I said, but you have to have enough plates to do continuous. Like typically to do a continuous column still, you're going to have to have 16 to 30 plates. You know, um, so if you got a four ring, you know, you're not going to get more than, you know, what, two rings per plate. So you're going to get eight total. So, I mean, it's just really hard to get that complexity unless you've got enough, you know, glass to go through that piece. Yeah, so, yeah. all right. Well, I think we all agree that the old Louisville beats out the, 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 the old Starlight Double Oak there. And uh, I appreciate the, the gentleman that sent me the sample for this old Louisville. Uh, I don't have a picture of the bottle, so you're just going to see I like a little a sample. Question. Sure, uh, go ahead. That old Louisville one sample that we had, is, is that uh, – I, I know it was a sample, but is there a target age for that sample? Because since it came straight out of the label, it's not an actual product. Is is it? When do you think they believe it will be ready? Oh, that I don't know. I mean, he. he I, I think if he's sampling it and he's running samples on it, I would assume that he thinks it's ready. Like somebody, if they want to go pick that, they could. Got it. Okay. So you know that it, typically uh, that's the way a mean kind of works in I'd that like situation. I'd like to see a little bit more age on that. Yeah. Honestly, would, yeah, yeah. It, I, would, it, I would, it definitely wouldn't hurt a, a, probably another month or two in that double oak barrel. Thinking like a couple of years. Oh well, I mean, what, the, what is the, the year uh, that so, we have on this one so far? The old Louisville. So it's seven years old. So seven if, years. Yeah. yeah. So if you double oaked it for another, I mean, Ooh. I think it's been in there. Like if I remember correctly, the guy that pulled the sample and, and, and sent it to me, um, I want to say it had already been in the in the barrel for like sixteen months. So I mean, you start adding a lot more time to that, it's. You're going to get a totally different yeah, that's flavor profile. Well, Double went, oaking typically doesn't go longer than about 18 months. Well, in this summer, we went on a tour, and one of the last things was the um, – one of the last um, distilleries that we went to was Whiskey Thief, and they pull everything out with oh, a Whiskey, whiskey Thief. Th- three boys. And they, yeah. and they 
bottle it yep. and test it out of the barrels. And it has a raw component to it. Yeah. But when you let it set for a little bit and settle and then try it, it's got a different... Yeah. The profile's different. Well, not only that, it's airing. Right? Yeah. I, I, I'm a firm believer that I think... Whiskey in that first neck pour is always a little bit different than something that's been opened. It's got a little air to it, a little bit of oxidation, and gives you a little bit of a, a different profile. So, yep. Same. I've had a Elijah Craig uh, eighteen year. Right. First pour, I was I was probably deeply disappointed. Little, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then because uh, it just oak. That's all I right, got. Yeah. Was oak on that. There was no balance. But after it but set, then, four uh, or five months. Uh, a couple weeks actually. Oh really? I didn't just take that long? Yeah, it no. was a twenty twenty one release. And it, it it definitely opened up. Yep. And then it can also open up too much and then lose its luster yep. as well. So that's a double Yeah, I always sword. tell people, if you open a bottle, you should probably consume it in the first 16 months, I think. You know, oh, I have some that. bottles from 2017, right. 2016. I'm not saying they're not still good. <laughs> I, I just, I, I think that they've lost their peak of flavor at that point. I, I, I They're still perfectly fine, right? Compared but to it, when they were in their prime. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah. I think there's a prime focus on when you open it it's like from two weeks to 18 months like do you much beyond that you're going to start to lose because you're but it's not you're not losing and oxi- much though. no you're not you, you're not losing much but i feel like you're losing some of the complexity because of the, the air transfer and and also you start having evaporation right yeah so the, you lose a little bit of other things proof heaven hill products are a big factor of the oxidation effect just losing its luster yeah so this episode just went totally different way but yes. <laughs> but it, good <laughs> information well, absolutely good. yeah so uh we decided old louisville's the winner uh perfect job on both of them i actually enjoyed both of them very greatly um if you want to find bourbon barrel talk you can find us on facebook the instagram or the x make sure you send us any messages through there or you can email us at bourbon barrel talk at gmail.com uh, make sure you hit the subscribe button, whether you're listening to Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast, or even Pandora. This is Scott, John, Brandon, and Andy signing off. Peace.